Hey friend, Mike McCurry here. Thank you so much for joining me once again for Bible Tracked Echoes. Uh, just a few short moments away from closing out another week here of summer camp. We've been having a wonderful time and I have the honor, the opportunity to preach the closing message of camp here very soon. I'm looking forward to it. God's blessed this week as he has the others. I'll be speaking to a few hundred uh, juniors, uh, ages about eight to 12 or so. They had a wonderful time. Their spirit's been great. The games have been fun. And it's been, it's just been uh, marvelous to serve God in this capacity. I love summer camp, as I've mentioned previously. I'm going to ask you to pray for all the summer camps still ongoing. And there's so many of them. I'd ask you to pray that God does a marvelous work in young people's lives through camp. Now today, we will be in the book of Mark chapter 5. The book of Mark chapter number 5. We're going to close out this chapter in just a few moments. If you'll join with us here, Mark chapter 5, and look at verse number 35, if you would. The Bible says this, While he yet spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? You'll remember from context that Jairus had come to Jesus and said, my daughter is sick at home. I need you to come. You must, uh, you must uh, fix her. You must heal her. He had access to physicians and money, but they, those weren't good enough. He wanted Jesus to come, which was a wise decision. And along the way, Jesus is thronged by the multitude, and the hem of his garment is touched by a woman with an issue of blood. And maybe you could say it delayed Jesus a little bit as he tried to figure out, who touched me? The disciples said, who are you talking about who touched you? There's a lot of people here, but he knew the virtue that virtue had gone out of him. That woman came forward, and she was healed. But then, while this is going on, servants come and say, Jairus, there's no reason to bother the master further. Your daughter is dead. But Jesus says in verse number 36, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. Verse 37, he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeth, seeth the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entereth, entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and saith unto her, Talitha kumi, which is being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked, for she was of the age of twelve years. And they were astonished with a great astonishment. And he charged them straightly that no man should know it, and commanded that something be given her to eat. Now, this is an amazing miracle. We could look at so many things. We could look at the uh, the father being told, be not afraid, only believe. But what I, what I want to focus on is verse number 40, and they laughed him to scorn. It's amazing when we talk about how powerful God is, there is a world that will laugh. 
there is a world that will uh, that, that will demonstrate their unbelief. I think of Christians standing up for what they believe. I think of Christians doing what they should, going to a church and carrying their Bible and, and living a godly life and all of these things, the things the Bible teaches us, living a sober life, living in such a way that they don't bring shame to the name of Christ. I think of all these things and I think of the reaction of the world. I'd recommend to you, I'd recommend to you, Christian friend, don't question the master. Now, I'm not using this passage as an excuse to shove my preferences or my quote-unquote standards down your throat. I'm just telling you, when God begins to move, I'd be very careful about questioning him. Jesus, robed in human flesh, speaks to these people, what a privilege it must have been, but they didn't see it that way. To think of the fact that Jesus would visit a home and those that had been invited to the home uh, to care for or, or for it, or to pray for the young lady, all they do is allow him to scorn after he says, hey, don't worry about this. It's all under control. When God, when Jesus says it's under control, friend, you can take that to the bank. It's under control. But often, how do we act when we are called to a higher level of faith? When we are asked by God to take the next step in our Christian journey, do we question? When was the last time during a, during a somber time at your church, maybe during what we call the invitation, towards the end of the service when the preacher man, when he leaves an opportunity for you to make a decision, for you to reflect on what God was speaking to you about. I'll be honest with you, that's why I'm such a fan of the invitation time. It's an opportunity for us to respond to what God is trying to speak to us about. But when was the last time when that happened that you didn't question? Sometimes we know what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us, and yet what do we do? We plug our ears, la, 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 and act like we don't hear. Or we downright disrespect him and question what he's trying to say. Friend, I'd encourage you, please, please don't do that. These people, how foolish they must have felt just a few moments later when that little girl was raised up. I wonder how hard it was to keep that a secret. He straightway charged, he charged them straightly that no man should know it and commanded that something should be given her to eat. It's funny how he tells them, don't tell anybody about this. Oh, by the way, make sure she gets something to eat. She's probably hungry. She's been, quote, sleeping or she's been dead for just a little while. Now she's hungry. I love how Jesus takes care of the little details. Maybe there's something in your life that God has already been trying to tell you. Friend, I am not some, some, uh, some believer in that I have some special word of prophecy. Absolutely not. If I ever try to sell that bill of goods to you, you shut me off immediately. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm going to tell you what God has for your life. But I'm saying it's very likely if you commune with a God of the universe at all, that he probably wants to speak to you. Think about this, friend. We, you and I, were created so that he could have fellowship with us. What an honor, what a privilege, what a thought, that we were created simply so he could have fellowship with us, and if he wants to have fellowship with us, don't you think he'd speak to us?
Maybe there, just maybe, there's something that you are ignoring about what God wants you to do. What is the next step? Maybe it's as simple as you need to be in a good local church. I've mentioned this before. I'll mention it again because it seems like every time I do, somebody reaches out and somebody takes me up on it. But maybe you need a good local church. Maybe your church, I would hope this is not the case, and it's probably not the case for most of you, but maybe your church does not preach like it used to. Maybe, I'm not saying that you're just dissatisfied and it's a clash of personalities. Maybe they don't preach from the Bible. Maybe, just maybe, that they have fallen into some things that could be classified as heresy. And if that's the case, you need to find a good local church. Maybe, though, you're not in church at all. Maybe there are people listening right now and you say, Brother Micah, the only spiritual emphasis I get all week is listening to guys like you on the radio. Now, am I glad that you listen on the radio? Absolutely. Do I appreciate it? For sure. Do I think you should keep listening to good, godly radio? Yes. But when the Bible talks about not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, that's not talking about turning on the radio. That's talking about going to church. And if you have a choice between listening to me or going to church, I'll tell you every time, 100 times out of 100, you need to go to church. Maybe you need to reach out. Maybe you need to text me. I'd love to find you a good local church. I know of many of them. I travel, the, I crisscross the country. You can reach out to me. You can text me at this number. You ready? 309-316-7240. That number one more time is this, 309 Three one six seven two four zero. Maybe the Lord's speaking to your heart, or He already has spoken to your heart about using gospel tracks. If you're under the sound of my voice right now and you've never used a gospel tract, I'd hazard to guess that God wants you to do so. I think every Christian has a responsibility to tell others about what happened to them. Your testimony. We talked about that, I think, on a Monday or Tuesday. Your testimony. One of the most powerful things you have in life is the opportunity to tell others about what God did for you. Don't miss out on that. Now, friend, we're drawing to the close of this time together. Of course, we'll come back together next week. I'll look forward to hear, seeing you then. And for you to tune in, I, I ask you please to tune in and maybe let someone else know as well. But I don't want to sign off today without giving you an opportunity, a little invitation, if you will. Maybe it's been a while since you've sat through an old-fashioned invitation where they played Just As I Am or I Surrender All or Have Thine Own, own Way, Lord, or I Have Decided to Follow Jesus. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You know the conviction that sets in. I'm not going to play any music. I don't have a piano nearby. I'm sitting outside of my motorhome here in Butler, Pennsylvania, about to close out a week of camp. And I, in just a few brief moments after I preach, I'm going to give a time of invitation. And you know what? Lord willing, God be the glory, there may just be some juniors that will come forward and say, all right, I'll give up. I'll yield, not because of some emotionally charged service, not because we sing verses through 20 times. We don't do that because God's speaking to them. Maybe that's you right now. What I'm going to do is this. I'm going to close with a word of prayer. I'm going to ask while I'm praying for you to do business with God. I don't do this often, but maybe you've questioned the master one too many times and you're thinking, all right, Lord, 
I don't want you to deal with me as you should, as I deserve. I want to submit. I want to surrender. I want to yield. That's the best word. I want to yield. I'm going to put down my arms, put down my, my, my battle axe, and I'm not going to pick it up again. I want to do, I want to join your team, Lord. You do business with God as I pray. Dear God, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak to these dear folks. Lord, I ask that you do a marvelous work now as there may be some as far west as California, as far east as Maine. There may be some all the way in between that are right now speaking to you and they're making a decision to follow you, to do what you want with their lives. God, I ask you to cement that decision and that they carry it with them the remainder of their lives. Thank you for what you have done and what you will do. In your sons, we pray. Amen. As always, my prayer is that you have a great day for his glory. And we will plan on talking to you soon. Join us next week on Bible Track Echoes. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.